Welcome to my Higa podcast, Experience Togetherness, an exclusive podcast in geriatric medicine, geriatric care, geriatric health, healthy aging, and life's simple pleasures. Dear inspirers, dreamers, listeners, carers, discover senior living and celebrate aging with my Higa. We celebrate our elderly and the people behind their smiles. Hello and welcome back to my Higa Experience Togetherness podcast. It is already February, the month of love. So we have been very mindful about the topics we will be talking about this month. The first one is LGBTQ and aging. Let's welcome our expert, Dr. Purnima, and ask her some questions that will help us understand this more. Hello, Dr. Purnima. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, Shruti. So nice to hear from you. So excited once again to have you as our host and even more so about today's topic, which is super important as our aging population continues to grow and flourish globally. Yes, today's topic can evoke emotions and I would like to make people aware as we begin our journey exploring this in detail, Shruti and I would like to thank all our listeners of this episode. So let's begin. Older LGBT people are marginalized by A, younger LGBT people because of ageism and B, by older age social networks because of homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, etc. Prejudice and discrimination towards LGBT people. How true is this? Ageism itself is a public health issue, uh, you know, speaking as a professional, um, uh, since I have a public health degree as well. And having said that, ageism has not changed since I graduated in geriatric medicine and public health. So what I mean is, it is still not considered an important narrative in our society today. The past is still lingering on, and the new has not caught up yet. So when you mix in ageism, LGBTQ, you can only imagine how backward we are still in this matter. Ageism has a profound impact on humanity, socioeconomics, lifespan, or longevity, as we call it, and our Mahiga as well. As we let go of our aging population to fend for themselves, LGBTQ or not, we are creating a break in our societal structure. It may seem confusing, but if we look carefully and closely, we are affecting how we live, how we will live, care, retire, and enjoy life's simple pleasures. Yes, so as younger people come into our society, especially in marginalized communities of color, race, and sex, and gender, the fear of fitting in creates a no zone for LGBTQ, etc., who are now aging. So now we have two different strata of society, both similar, yet so distant. Of course, the mental health is now in shambles as well, as confusion, mistrust, competition, and more build up. While some occupations are not affected by this, some are unfortunately, yes. Ageism in LGBTQ is also playing out in our homes, our streets, our communities, our corporate structures, our nutrition and housing as well. 
So not only are older people marginalized, as I explained earlier, but now also by societal and social networks perpetrating hateful crimes through mind psychology. Older age organizations, societies, communities who have been conservative by nature, either by religion, caste, race, economic status, are hesitant to let others enter their comfort zone. This plays out in every country on this planet and in every sector and work or hobby in some way or the other. It is not only the society that helps build up, but it's the same society that can be so cruel and unreasonably disrespectful. I have an example of a situation I encountered when I first started practicing in my first company almost 18 years ago. When one fine day, a 50 plus year old elderly person walked in and she identified herself as LGBTQ. The physician I had taken over from was in there too that day in my office. After I said goodbye to this lady after her visit, this elderly physician asked me, you treated her? Which made me real surprised. Here, I was all overjoyed to help somebody and there there was somebody that was thinking something very different. All eyes were so weird when she walked out of her office. In that moment, I realized educational lack is the most important reason for ignorance and illiteracy. I had never ever brought this up previously, but today I have done so since it has been so long ago, but so fresh in my mind. I am sure this story resonates with many of you, maybe in the past, present, and hopefully not in the future. I have many, many more stories to tell, but I will leave it for another day. While I spoke about the presence of homophobia, transphobia, biphobia, etc., there are also other great strides being made by organizations across continents, cities, towns, as a more open-minded structure of our society emerges, keen on changing the dialogue for good. The fear of fearing someone is basically fearing oneself. It will take an entire generation now before everything becomes accepted and respected. Thank you for sharing that, Dr. Purnima. Um, so my next question would be, um, how do the elderly handle it? Great question, Shruti, right on track with the previous discussion. Our elderly are and are not great at handling this. Yes, it might sound uh, very contrary. Even amongst elderly, what I have seen from my own personal experiences is liberalism or conservatism is just a mindset. So conservative people or elderly can and are many times more open to accepting society as is versus liberal elderly might not. So now this questions the upbringing, parental guidance, war times, crises, poverty, economics, education, rights growing up, and so many others. On the flip side, or opposite spectrum, there are elderly who have now openly embraced these changes, welcome new knowledge, relationships, and so on, all because of a growth mindset. Elderly are definitely affected in many ways. Many would love to continue working. Many would love to be accepted by younger generations. 
many would love to be accepted by their own generations as well and would love to say hello to you and so on. Now there's also a question of how LGBTQ elderly are affected or their behaviors towards others who identify differently and also their own families who may have someone identifying like that. So elderly have to fit in to so many scenarios as I spoke earlier that they will now need to be first be comfortable with who they are and only then can they be inviting to others. According to some research, um, LGBTQ elderly are more vulnerable to neglect and mistreatment in aging care facilities. They may face dual discrimination due to their age and their sexual orientation or gender identity. Generational differences and lack of legal protection may cause older LGBT adults to be less open about their sexuality. How can this be handled? Another great question, Shruti. I believe this is not uncommon at all. And even if it is, it may not be openly talked about or seen or even heard. People can be quite critical behind closed doors in every strata of society, no matter how educated or liberal they may be. This is human psychology. Mistreatment of our elderly in our own home or even at a senior living and care facility or in care is more pronounced if they identify as LGBTQ. This is seen where education laws policies have no place. So continuous education is very, very essential, you know, in avoiding these situations. But we must remember that religion, race, culture do play a role. Discrimination against uh, age and sexual orientation uh, or gender identity uh, per se is absolutely unacceptable. If we just take examples based on age, yes, there may be even amongst the elderly themselves as personalities are hard to change as we age uh, with age. And with underlying medical and cognitive problems or challenges, these things become more pronounced. For example, dementia patients or in Alzheimer's patients, Discrimination based on gender and sexual identity also become pronounced because of the same psychosocial factors as I mentioned previously. Mental health, hence, is so important. The discriminator and the discriminated both need psychological help and education because fixing a broken society needs everyone to be participatory and present for each other. I agree, generational differences, you know, and lack of legal protection is also one of the reasons for such ongoing activities. To understand this issue, one first has to understand everything there is on this and then help others do the same. The world is changing and the generation gap should be closing, not widening. Laws must be revisited and rules and regulations must be complied with. But building a world using input from all represented ages, gender identity, and sexual orientation is something which is still lacking. Why is this happening? How, where, when, which, and whose might be the answer we are looking for. So you can take a guess here. Help me with this. Do LGBT older adults face barriers to receiving formal healthcare and social support that heterosexual cisgender adults do not? Yes, uh, many, many uh, LGBTQ plus older adults 
do face substantial barrier in receiving formal healthcare social support than the heterosexual cisgender adults do not. The reasons are many, many, but I will just be um, sharing some of them today, you know, and maybe another day we could touch base on more. And I'm sure this topic will be repeated numerous times in the future. So some of the reasons here are financial instability, lack of health insurance, lack of employment, beliefs, poor mental health status, illiteracy, addictions, uh, fear of rejection from the society, stresses of same-sex families, and so on. Many face abusive relationships and never get the social support they need for lack of awareness, fear of rejection from their own society, and inability to communicate freely. And yeah, this is really painful. Um, there is also the possibility of people not able to find the right resources for them, empower them, educate them, employ them, or help them through the societal maze. Even as I speak, a lot of healthcare professionals and health uh, carriers, like insurance companies, are unaware of the subtle, uh, subtle things, as everyone is taken as same, irrespective. Even research is biased because most of the times they're just taking either males or females or maybe a combination of both. And they know, don't really uh, get into LGBTQ research specifically on specific topics. And so ageism and gender discrimination is still encountered. Transportation is an issue as well, especially in rural communities. So is nutrition and others. So why I'm saying this? because it does play a part in healthcare, um, uh, receiving and providing. And so social support does need a complete makeover. How can MyHiga focus on health, housing, and social care and support the needs of LGBTQ elderly? Yeah, nice question, Shruti. Such an important question as well. MyHiga literally translates to cozy living or my cozy living. And our mission, vision, and values are greatly based on what I've been sharing in these podcast episodes. And uh, collectively, health is built through better senior living and care, or senior housing, as we call it, better social care and societal care. Hence, we at MyHiga are here to help empower our world through our blogs, podcasts, newsletters, and offerings uh, to find senior living and care um, whatever is convenient for you and where you want to live, retire, or get care. We believe there is much to do and to challenge the status quo. We have to be out there even if nobody is right now. Through our free search for senior living and care, we are trying to make it equitable to all. By bringing the concept of cozy living, we are focusing on health, social determinants of health, economic determinants, determinants of health, housing, also plays a, a crucial role along with care and transportation and support. Please note, we welcome you to check out our sections on our website and I promise you will um, be proud to learn more about this. And uh, hopefully uh, we can um, protect our elderly uh, as much as we can. How can an individual, a family member, a friend be more mindful about this. There are many ways a family, individual, a friend can be and should be more mindful about this. Here are some ways in no special order. Have an open mindset. Uh, ask your physician for any answer you may need 
because many of the questions on LGBTQ or ageism or, you know, um, aging um, pertaining to these um, questions are actually healthcare related or medical care related. Uh, lobbying for policy changes from support groups and this um, always unity in diversity. Uh, embrace Mahiga, um, come join us and join our momentum so we can bring um, equity to every part of the world and to every senior in this world. Um, join a support group if you're feeling overwhelmed with your thoughts of not being able to accept someone. Sometimes it's good to talk to somebody and um, just talking can alleviate a lot of uh, concerns, anxiety, and skepticism. Extending help and support, uh, be mindful that um, there are people out there uh, that uh, you know you may not resonate with, but they do need your help because society is built upon everyone working together. Using faith as power to understand better. And I know that uh, no race or religion uh, you know, will condemn anything. Uh, being in the present, not in the past, and looking to the future. Because that's where the promise is left. Thank you so much for discussing this and sharing love and light. And to all our dear listeners, if you want us to discuss any of the topics or answer your questions, please get in touch with us on one of our social media platforms. And we would certainly create an episode to address those. If you want to join us and need help with onboarding, as we are signing up uh, senior living and care providers currently, please do get in touch with us on contact at myhiga.com. Contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T, contact at myhiga, M-I-H-Y-G-G-E dot com. Our team will certainly help you out with the process. Also, we are adding more members to our team. Don't forget to check out career section. And if you think you are a right fit, send us a mail. Looking forward to hearing from you in the form of questions, reviews, and a lot more. Here's wishing all our listeners health, wealth, and Mahiga. We look forward to connecting once again. We will be back with our new episode, Our Heart to Yours, our Mahiga Valentine special. Thank you all for listening. We are grateful you joined us in our pursuit to celebrate aging globally with my Higa. You can explore our blogs. They are free to read and easily available on our website www.myhiga.com. Sign up for our special Discover Senior Living with My Higa newsletter for exclusive content which also includes some amazing recipes, tips and facts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Amazon Music. As what you hear on the podcast is all exclusive content where we pour all our love and emotions. Thanking our wonderful production team, the people that make it happen. We love hearing your comments, your thoughts, so keep them coming. Goodbye from our studios in New Delhi.